for me as a young player, it was like I felt a lot of pressure playing under him. And uh, yeah, some players can cope better under different coach, and I I, I cope better with Magilton. But uh, yeah, that's uh, for every player different. Hello everybody, it's me, producer Ross, and welcome to another edition of Ross Meets. It's Series 2, Episode 7. I want to say a big thank you, as ever, intro to all the listeners who have listened to this series so far. Hope you enjoy the episodes, and many more to come, so stay tuned. But anyway, I'm not going to ramble on as I normally do in the intro. I'm going to get right into introducing the guest, and today I'm joined by former town offender, Pim Bolkstein, and this is a great chat with Pim about his time at Porton Road and his career as a whole. It was good to catch up with him to see what he's up to now and talk about his career um, and, of course, his memories during his time at the club, playing under Jim Magilton and then Roy Keane, playing against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge and all that sort of stuff. So I'm not going to ramble on. I'm going to get right into the episode. Hope you enjoy it and let's go. So, Pim, thank you very much for joining me. It's a pleasure to have you on. Um, how have you been doing during these weird times? Uh, it's it's really strange because, like, uh, I'm I'm still playing a bit of semi-professional football. So, yeah. it's the level of League One in England. But, obviously, in Holland, the, the level is lower, League One. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they cancelled the competition. So, uh, yeah, we're now... Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm still, I'm still in office. But, yeah, the life is really different because the restaurants are closed. Uh, yeah. All the good things are... Uh, <laughs> are <laughs> Not not available anymore, but yeah. Definitely. Well, Pim, yeah, it's a pleasure to have you with me for Ross Meets. Um, we're going to start from the very beginning of Pim, you know, where you, you know, started your football career. And, you know, your, of course, your dad, your father was, you know, a professional footballer. So did you watch him play, you know, growing up? And is that something you wanted to do when you were a kid? No, I was too young for that. Or uh, yeah. my, my my dad, uh, I think uh, when I grew up, I grew up in Rotterdam. But when I was born, he already retired from football. Okay. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, he was like uh, playing at uh, Sparta Rotterdam at his uh, f- yeah early early days at his career, and then uh, he played there for se- seven or eight years. And after that, he made a transfer to Feyenoord. Uh, Feyenoord Rotterdam was back then uh, one of the better clubs. He at that moment he could join Ajax, Feyenoord, Bayern Munich, Stuttgart, and Arsenal, and he chose Feyenoord. And I thought, yeah. why it's Feyenoord? <laughs> but at that time, Feyenoord was one of the better clubs in yeah, Europe. And uh, yeah. So that was his decision, and at that, at, at that time he uh, he uh, yeah he joined the national team as well. So he played I think a couple of games, but then unfortunately he got also yeah injured really bad, and he had to retire straight away. So he had a yeah really really difficult in- injury, and after his career he started as a uh, yeah first a trainer or a coach from uh, from Feyenoord, and then after that he he became chief scout so he became first he became chief scout of uh, Sparta Rotterdam and yeah. then he joined when I was like six seven years uh, he joined Herenveen and Herenveen is like uh, 200 kilometers of Rotterdam so we yeah. moved to Rotterdam and as a young kid you have to <laughs> you have to go with him so yeah. Uh, yeah at that time he joined chief scout of uh, as a chief, chief scout of Herenveen and I yeah, I grew up in the youth system of Herenveen. So I joined them when I was like seven or eight years old. And then I went through the ranks till first team. And I think when I was 12 or 13, uh, my dad um, uh, moved to another club. He, he went to Borussia Mönchengladbach. So yeah. Yeah, probably the, you know the club. They, yeah. they played uh, two years ago. They played Champions League against Real Madrid. Yeah. So yeah. it's a it's a bigger club, of course, than Herenveen. He went there and I uh, stayed at Herenveen. And then... Uh, at one time, uh, 
yeah, I think when I was 19 or 20, uh, yeah, Ipswich Town gave me a chance to come on trial, and uh, yeah, gladly I joined that. Yeah. How did um how did that trial come about then? Did someone was someone scouting one of your games, or you know how did that trial come about? I, I'm not sure how it's yeah how it's uh, what was the direct. Of course, my my father had got a network because he uh, yeah, he's, he's worked in the football industry for so yeah. many years. I think uh, because I was like in an under-20 team of Holland as well, and we played some friendlies, and I think someone, like an English agent, uh, said to my dad, yeah, because I'm tall and I was a central defender, but I didn't get the chance at the first team of Heerenveen yet. Yeah. yeah, let me try to find a club. And then at that time, I could go on trial at Leeds United and Ipswich Town, and the first it was Ipswich Town, and yeah, Jim Magilton was then the manager, and he... He liked what I, what he saw, and he said, "Yeah, I, I, I really, I'm really keen to see a game." And before I even uh, had the chance to go to to a trial to another club, he, uh, I had like a trial at, uh, yeah, against Tottenham Hotspur again. <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah. great, great, yeah, great first game. But yeah, it yeah. was against their uh, their second team. But uh, I played at White Hart Lane. Uh, yeah, it was a nice experience. And uh, yeah, it, it was a good game. And uh, yeah, then they said that we want to offer you a two-year contract. So it was like first I joined for a week training, then I came back to Heerenveen, and then after that I went to a trial at a, with a match. So uh, yeah, luckily, uh, yeah, I uh, they said uh, we see the potential. You're still a young player, but uh, yeah, you're you got a good left foot. You're tall, and I think with some strength training uh, we can build you as an English defender. So that was uh, of course also my goal and. As as a kid, you always, especially in Holland, you look at the English game as, uh, yeah, the, the, of course, the best league in the world. So uh, when when I got the chance, I uh, definitely said, uh, yeah, I want to, uh, I want to do this. You know, um, what's your memories of going to the training ground for the first time, meeting, you know, Jim Magilton and stuff like that? You know, what was Jim Magilton like? You know, he's a, an Irishman, a hard Irishman. So, um, what was your memories of that? Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the funny thing is, one the first week on trial, I yeah, of course, I went to the manager's office and said he he wanted to speak with them, but yeah, my, my English is not hundred percent right now. But then it was really bad, and <laughs> he started to uh, to talk to me. But yeah, it was really hard to understand because he's yeah, of course, Northern Irish, and that's also even more difficult when you don't speak the language that well. So when I went out of the office, my dad called me, said, uh, yeah, what did he say? I said, I don't, I don't know. So then I said, I'll just give you the phone number and you speak to him. So uh, luckily he was uh, positive. But uh, yeah, that was my first experience with with Jim, of course. I was luckily, lucky that uh, Fabian, yeah, we talked about it. Fabian Wilness was uh, back then in the first team as well. It was his last year at Ipswich Town. But he, yeah, he of course uh, helped me like uh, yeah with uh, yeah small things also like with uh, translations, but also like in the evening uh, have dinner with me and all that. So it was yeah for me uh, really special that he did that for me. Yeah. That was gonna be my next question: is um, who, which players helped you sort of settle in? So you said Fabian. Was there any other players that sort of helped you settle in, or you got along with well? Yeah, I got no well. I got along pretty with a lot of yeah players, but uh, I was uh, yeah next to my uh, when I when I I think in the first two months I got into an apartment and my neighbor was pa uh, Pablo Cunago. Yes. And yeah, he, of course he was an experienced player, also like a couple of years in uh, in, uh, in yeah with uh, 
yeah, with with Town, so I, it was easy for me to uh, to go with him with training, and uh, yeah, I'm quite an open guy as well. So as soon uh, like the couple first trainings, uh, yeah, it clicked with uh, with many players. And the second year, Luciano Civelli came to the club, and we were the same age, and also from uh, also both a different county. So that was for me also like a good friend. So. We we did a lot of things together because we uh, yeah we have we had the same thing also both living in different country and a different kind of league and uh, on the same age. So. Cool. You know, did you know much about the club before joining? Because you know we had we've got the history of Dutch players. You know, from Arnold Muir and Franz Tyson who won the UEFA Cup, yeah. um, and then you know Fabian and you know we also had you know Martin Roycer. Yeah, I know the history. Like uh, I, kn- I knew that they won, they won the the Europeans and they won the FA Cup. I, I, yeah, yeah I, you you get more of the history when you when you join the club and they, they ask these questions. Uh, yeah. When you're a young player, you're not watching Ipswich Town every week, but <laughs> you know the name. So that that was. Uh, and then when you when when it's getting uh, more and more like uh, that, they're more and more interested. Of course, you're doing some research and uh, yeah. Then, uh, then you know there is a Dutch history, and even now when I say I've played uh, the Ipswich Sound, they know the history in Holland. So that's uh, because they also they played the final against AZ Alkmaar, I think. Of course, yeah. Uh, for some people in Holland, still, uh, <laughs> 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 still, still remember. So. Cool. Well, um, you know, you made your debut in the championship. You know that that season when you joined. Um, unfortunately, it was a two-one defeat against Preston. But you know, what's your memories of, you know, playing your first game at Portman Road and playing in, in the championship. Yeah, for me, it was more special what I said, like in the trial against Tottenham. Like, yeah. <laughs> straight away against, uh, yeah, against, uh, yeah, in one of the nicest stadiums, uh, I think, in England. And then uh, what I remember as well, it is a long time ago, like 30, 40 years, but I remember my one of my first games was against Brentford. Yeah. And at the friendly, and I scored straight away. Yeah, yeah. And two years after, I, I joined Brentford, uh, like on the yeah on yeah. the loan, and then uh, going there permanent. And what I, what else I remember? I don't really remember this Preston game, but what I remember is my best. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the the thing what I remember the most is like I I, I played that game against Preston, and I was I think on the on the, yeah on the bench for like four or five months. And then we played against Crystal Palace away, and yeah, from from nowhere, I was back in the team because we had some injuries, and then we won like five one or something away. But the next game was also like Chelsea away for the FA Cup, and yeah, he said, yeah, we just <laughs> keep the same team. And from there on, uh, I played I think twenty or twenty five games in a row with Magilt, and that he, that we had like a really good streak, and uh, we had I think. Uh, who was there? The Mexican uh, winger, Giovanni, Giovanni yeah. de Santos. Yeah, yeah, he joined us that winter, and yeah, from there on, uh, yeah, the team was uh, was in a much better form than uh, before the winter, and uh, yeah, that was the best months for me uh, as an Ipswich player. Okay. I want to sort of bring up the Chelsea game. You know, playing at Stamford Bridge. I know we know we lost the game three one, but you know, Chelsea weren't mucking about in terms of their oh, players. Pardon? Yeah, there was one of the. Yeah, it was three one. I, I I remember, but. Yeah, yeah, still, I uh, yeah. When some uh, when I do some business at the moment, I still, yeah. I still uh, when when some people ask me, do you have still some video clips or whatever? And yeah, you can you can see these videos on YouTube. So it's still yeah. like a really special experience. And when you see the team of Chelsea back then, they were all yeah. unbelievable players. I think I played yeah as a centre off against Anelka and Drogba, and yeah. uh, they played with Balak, Terry, all these players and. Uh, 
because I was a big center of, I had to mark, uh, yeah, there are more physical players. So I thought, I think I had to mark Balak or Terry. It's, it's crazy if you think about yeah. that. Definitely. And as you said, yeah, Drogba and Alka playing, you know, Drogba, you know, he's, he's a beast, isn't he? He's a, you know, a, a well-known player. And so, you know, you're still young at that stage as well in your career. Yeah. So to play that, you know, it's just, yeah, great. I know we lost the game, but we still did a right against the team of actually superstars. Yeah. Yeah, in Holland, they think I'm a physical player, but I yeah. say, watch one time a League One or a League Two, <laughs> a League Two match. Yeah, I'm, I'm nothing compared with that. They're like so, so much athlete. Yeah, I, I, but I remember like Anelka is running in your back always, and it's, it is difficult to defend. If you lose him, you lose him. But yeah. uh, Drogba, when he, he gets the ball and he, you want to, to. Yeah, take a ball of him. It's just like a, a wall where, <laughs> where you run into. You can't just, and especially when I was like that age, it was it was hard. But yeah, I think when you see the goals of Chelsea that game, it were all unbelievable goals, like free kicks, and we didn't do a lot wrong that game as a defense. So uh, yeah. that's why uh, Magilton uh, gave me the confidence to uh, stay in the team. That was uh, yeah, good. a really a really good thing for me. Definitely. And then, you know, our next game, um, which was actually Jim Magilton's last game in charge, of course, is the Norwich 3-2 win. You know, you played in the full 90 yeah. minutes in that game. Unfortunately, that is the last time we actually beat Norwich, which is not a great stat. But uh, yeah. we, haven't, wow. we haven't beaten them yeah. since then. So it's been, you know, a decade. Um, you know, you played in that game. You know, yeah. great experience for you to play in a, a derby, an East Anglian derby. You know, what's your memories from that game? Yeah, just the atmosphere and the bus, like how much yeah. energy like a full stadium can give you. I, of course, uh, yeah, after England, I played in some uh, full stadiums as well, but that atmosphere was really buzzing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I remember we came, I think, 1-0 behind and then, yeah, we scored from nowhere, 1-1, 2-1, 3-1, and they made like a 3-2. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you, as you understand, the last minutes were so uh, so nervous, nerve wracking. But yeah. when we won, I think they got relegated straight away as well. And uh, after that, that uh, <laughs> they're doing better than Ipswich now. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, you know, then that was Jim Jilton's last game. He got sacked. Um, you know, what are your you know memories of that and your reaction when he got sacked? Yeah, of course, it was really unlucky for me because he gave me. That company firstly, he gave me the chance to to come to England, and then he gave me like, a, yeah. At that time, I was like not his first choice, but yeah, at least his second choice sent off. And I think Macaulay was the first choice, and I was playing almost every game back then. And then yeah, we yeah, I found out he got sacked. I think. Uh, the years after we, yeah, we didn't do a lot better than um, I think we became seventh or sixth or eighth. I don't know, but just out of, outside the playoffs. And uh, yeah, the, the the five six years after, I think Ipswich didn't get into uh, yeah a better place. So yeah, it was unfortunately. And then yeah, of course, then you get a new manager, and the name is really big. And yeah, you're. You know his history as a player, so you think, uh, yeah, what what can we expect? But uh, yeah, it was for me. Uh, yeah, the problem for me was, uh, yeah, I from that the first year everything went okay for me, and then I had some disappointments, also like a bad game against Newcastle, what I remember. And then as a young player, it's really hard to, uh, yeah, to to put your mind the right way, and. Then, 
yeah, as as Magilti came, I got a lot of competitors as well. I think Delaney came, but also like uh, some Sunderland players, and they were all on my position. So the yeah, the com- competition became harder and harder. And then as a young player, I think you need a lot of confidence. Yeah. And if you if you think yeah, a bit different that time, like uh, mentally, then it's uh, it's harder. So. Uh, I, I grabbed the chance to go on loan on, uh, to Brentford that time, and that was for me at that time a good decision. You know, what's, um, what's your memories, your interactions with Roy Keane? You know, he did play you a few times during his time at the yeah. club, and you know, what's your memories of him in training? And your first, did you speak to him much, or did he sort of get you to just play? No, I spoke to him. Uh, okay, it's, it's it's a really nice guy. Uh, like. I, I I even think when he would see me now, uh, yeah, probably I'm changed a lot, but he's a really <laughs> friendly guy. Yeah. I, I can remember when he joined the cup of trainings, he was yeah. still uh, uh, the best player, like uh, with yeah. his, not not that he had so many skills, but always his first touch was good and his passing was good. Uh, you, you still saw he, he was one of the best players, of course, in the world. But yeah, for me as a young player, it was like, I felt a lot of pressure playing under him and uh, yeah. Some players can cope better on a different coach, and I I, I cope better with Magilton. But uh, yeah, that's uh, for every player different. Did you you know going to Brentford that gave you that experience of playing some more football, um, and you got recalled, didn't you, during your 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 spell at Brentford, and you played a few more games under Roy Keane, but then you went out on loan again. You know, yeah. did you what was sort of going on then? Did you did you wanna? Tried to get yourself into the Itchwich Town team, or did you think going out on loan would yeah, just be think my, We first said like uh, four weeks or six weeks, I don't know what, what. And I came back and then did well. And Magilta said, or uh, Keen said, Yeah, well, you're back, you got more experience. And then he gave me two chances, and then I was not even on the bench again. And Brentford said to me, Why you just not join us till end of the year? And then we. Uh, we think about maybe Ipswich or maybe Brentford. And uh, yeah, I thought uh, at 20 years or 21 years, it's for me the best to play a lot of games. And uh, at that time, my comp- competitors at Ipswich did well. So there was for me no point to uh, sit in the stand or sit on the, yeah, on the bench. So uh, for me, it was the League One that time a better option. Yeah. Well, um, can you remember like your last sort of day at the club? Because you joined Brentford permanently after there so do you you know do you still in contact with any of your former players or you know did you still speak to them when you're still playing in England yeah a couple but yeah football it's yeah it's hard like you you go to some other place and you you meet some other players again and of course when you see them it's all good but uh, to, to stay in touch like now you say, uh, now I'm thinking about Fabian Wilness. Uh, yeah, I think he's living in Holland now as well. I should like call him and uh, maybe grab grab a dinner. Well, grab a dinner is not possible. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know what I mean. You, you yeah. should do that. But yeah, you're you're so busy at uh, during your career. But I'm expe- especially more busy after my career, and it's it's hard to uh, keep uh, keep up with these kind of things. But yeah, uh, yeah I don't really remember my last. Uh, Last days of the club, I know I was injured really bad at uh, yeah. my last weeks at, at Brentford and I needed an operation. And I know uh, yeah, I had to go back to Matt, like the physio, and he said, oh, you need to go to this surgeon. And yeah, that was like the, yeah, the first yeah, bad thing for me that happened. I, I, in my spell, like 10 years, I had, I think, six operations and that was the first time. So. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, from that time it only went <laughs> went downwards. So that's uh, yeah. I had like a uh, 
groin groin uh, surgery and uh, the, the problem I had with this groin injury the surge the surgery didn't go that well so half half a year later or a year later I had to do exactly the same uh, surgery and uh, yeah also that didn't help me to uh, to uh, get the best out of me uh, at yeah. that age yeah and of course you know you joined Brentford permanently and you know there's one player I want to bring up who's on loan from Arsenal at the time I don't know if you remember him you know Wojciech Szczesny who's yeah. now of course goalkeeper for Juventus you know do do you have much interaction with him you know you're playing in defence and he was in goal of course yeah I, I, I remember that he saved me a lot of times <laughs> <laughs> no I think it was uh, when uh, when I was on loan uh, at yeah. that time he was there and uh, yeah, I spoke with him, but not after that. After that, he, I think he just said that at uh, at uh, when I when I joined the Brentford Premier, he wasn't there anymore, and he uh, I think he stayed at uh, at Arsenal. But uh, yeah, a great career. He uh, he came. Uh, you saw like how good he was. So, yeah. but uh, apart from that, I didn't have a personal uh, okay. relationship. Yeah. Yeah, um, I just want to bring up uh, one manager at Brentford. Um, Nicky Forster was your manager briefly. I think he was a teammate of yours briefly as well. Was there? He's, an, he's another former Itchwich player. He played for Itchwich briefly. Um, do, do you remember yeah, much? Imani yeah, Diogaga as well, not? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he came on loan. Yeah, briefly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, he was uh, in my time always at Brentford as well. So I played with him three and a half years, and he was yeah. one of my better friends uh, yeah. at uh, at my time in England. And uh, yeah. After I came back to Holland, I saw he joined first Leeds, and then I think, uh, yeah, he joined you, Brentford Douglas, I think as well. Yeah, joined for Douglas, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, we, I saw some players from my Brentford times always also joined, uh, joined uh, Ipswich. I, I saw, yeah. I think Johnny Sivlon joined you as well. No, oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Johnny Sivlon, he was at Herenveen as well. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, he was at Herenveen and uh, yeah, I know him from from Holland and uh, I saw he had a, like a re- really brief spell with uh, with yeah. Ipswich. I think you know that's where our history is of you know very uh, successful history is bringing Dutch players and normally yeah, we I do should, well. So I should do some scouting for you. Yes, definitely. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. Yeah, the, the thing is, uh, Ipswich likes to play football and yeah, the Dutch players are brought up with like uh, playing uh, like uh, yeah, playing from the back and playing. Uh, yeah, football in a nice way and uh, <laughs> not like League Two football uh, playing uh, long ball. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, um, yeah, I think where maybe some scouting in in Holland would be good because like, uh, especially, uh, yeah, in these uh, Corona times, the Dutch football clubs financially are really in trouble. And I think you even can get players from like the best division in Holland to go to League One. Uh, because, yeah, there are... Uh, Clubs that uh, that can't afford players anymore. Cool. There was um, a couple of years ago we were linked with um, Maurice Stein. I think he was one of your managers at VV yeah, Venlo. Yeah. He was um, apparently linked to be the manager, the next manager for Richwich, but that never happened. But um, of course, you returned to Holland. Holland. Um, do you know? Did you? Because you went to AFC Wimbledon. Did you yeah. felt like that was your time up in England and you wanted to return home? And yeah, to, at that yeah. time I, I got a chance to go to Luton Town, but the, then you drop leagues so quickly. And uh, I thought there, there was an opportunity in Holland for me. And at that time I agreed with them. They were still playing in the best league. And yeah. uh, well, I, I, their uh, their director was also a guy I knew, so I could sign there a three year contract. And yeah, that's what what I think that was the best uh, best way for me to go back into 
go upwards in my career. The, the, the years Brentford Wimbledon, my career went downwards also because these, these frustrating injuries, uh, not only these two surgeries on my groin, but I had <laughs> two more, uh, yeah, I had an ankle problem and I had some knee problems. So it, it was not a good time at that time. So I, I came back and fresh energy and then I played with VV Fenlow. So it was a good, good move for me. Definitely. And um, then I, I remember a couple of years ago, I was sort of doing some research on like different players, where they are now and stuff like that. And I then saw a couple of years ago, you were playing in Germany, you know, you're playing briefly in Germany. How did that sort of come about and what was that experience like? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there was, I, 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 yeah, it was for my dad. He knew the, he knew the manager and there was an opportunity and uh yeah, I, I was thinking like, is, shall I stay with VVV or go to like a big, it was not a club, big club, but a big potential club. There were big sponsors and I was getting a much better contract than than VVV. So I tried it, but I was living yeah, far away from my home, like from my wife. And I didn't play every game. So then you're, you think, yeah, is this the way you want to live the, when you're 30? And uh, yeah, so I thought, no, this isn't. And at that time, when I was thinking this, I got an opportunity to work at a company. Yeah, that that brings more about PIM than uh, than only playing football because football is a small world, and I think uh, when you're at that age and you're not playing Championship, Premier League level, the earnings are not that good that you can live uh, the rest of your life with it. So you need to grow up because you haven't been able to go to school uh, in the 10 years. So when you get an opportunity to work at a company that's got a lot of potential where you get a good role and you also can play like semi-professional football with it, I thought that was the chance for me. So after two, three months, I said to this German club, this is not what I thought. I'm going to make a different uh, decision in my life. And uh, they understood that. So that uh, that was okay. But it was like, really, I think I only played two, three games there. It was like a two-month spell or something. Yeah, then, you know, you, of course, as you said, you're away from your, you know, your wife and, you know, you want to come back home. And, you know, what, what is this, you know, you're, do, you're still doing this now at this company and, you know, you're still playing semi-professional. Of course, you off chat, you know, off record, yeah. you were saying that, you know, your yeah. season's now being abandoned because, you know, the current situation we're in. But um, are you still trying to play as long as possible? Are you still like, but you, you know, you're focusing on your business, but are you yeah. still trying to keep yourself fit and stuff? Or Yeah, I do that. But <laughs> talking about injuries, the last 18 months I've been injured in my knee. On my knee. So I had a, yeah. like a really, really bad injury. Yeah. But uh, the club uh, wanted to keep me because, like, I'm the most experienced player, and they, they see me as a uh, like a senior role, so maybe in the in the coaching, uh, helping young kids, uh, and yeah. So so I I stayed, and uh, I think it's also like when you do like an office job to to go every evening to uh, have some fresh air and to yeah to play football, not on the highest level, but yeah, it is a good level, and but uh, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I thought that, that that's that's as long as I can still, uh, I'm, yeah. when I'm still good enough to play at the level, I should uh, should do it as long as possible. Or you're gonna regret it. And it's not only about the football, but it's also about like uh, having uh, having people around you that are from your your age, having fun, uh, 
going out with each other uh, yeah, yeah uh, having a like a win away and you have like a fun fun way back in the coach uh, that yeah. is that's also football and then you don't need to have that uh, in a professional way but also like on this level is uh, the same feeling definitely so that's Hopefully, I'm still going to do this a couple of years, but you don't know uh, what's going to happen in the world. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, did you ever feel like you wanted to get into coaching or anything like that? Or are you still is it still early days of what you're going to do in the future? Are you just happy what you're doing now and then you'll just wait and see what happens? Yeah, at the moment, no, I think, but you never know. But uh, the, the, the company I work for, we work a lot with, with football clubs. So we, we developed a B2B platform where... where uh, clubs can uh, communicate with their sponsors on a really easy and effective way and I'm talking with yeah not only uh, Dutch football clubs but also German clubs Belgium clubs so I'm still in this world so that's yeah. that's the, that's the good thing about my uh, my job I'm not oh, I'm, I'm I'm selling something I'm a salesman you good role yeah. and I'm also like uh, still in the football business so I'm talking with the people yeah I know, or at least I think the same. So I can talk about my career. That's why I said sometimes when I'm, uh, for example, this this uh, afternoon I had a call with Kaa uh, Gent and they want to know a bit of history about me. And it's nice to say that I went to Ipswich Town and then everyone knows Ipswich Town. Of course, they, yeah. yeah, it is a big club and also in Belgium and Germany. The, club, the name Ipswich Town is, yeah, is bigger than... Uh, some clubs in the Premier League and a lot of clubs in the in the, in the Championship. So uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, the history, uh, yeah, can go uh, upwards again. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But yeah, League One football is, uh, yeah, it's not really where we should be. But unfortunately, that's where we found ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, I'm, I'm even, yeah, I, I need to sell the our product. <laughs> Wickham is uh, is a partner of us, and Ipswich okay. is not. No, no, it is. Uh, it's a nice company where I work for. But the English market is new for us. But uh, yeah, we're 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 in touch with a lot of clubs. So uh, hopefully, uh, especially in a time where you can't uh, bring your sponsors to events and uh, and uh, matches, we we offer an online tool where they still can network to each other and. Yeah, we have yeah. proven record with like clubs as Dortmund, Ajax, PSV. So we have loads of big clubs. But yeah, hopefully uh, we can give Ipswich Town also like a, yeah, a nice. Yeah, hopefully one day. And uh, you know, what's your memories I of? The, I hope the commercial department listens to this. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to send it to them. Uh, yeah. But what's your what's your memories of actually living? You know, in Ipswich. You know, did you enjoy your you know time living? You know, where were you living during your time? Yeah, I was living in Harbour, and uh, yeah. my uh, my girlfriend uh, worked worked at uh, Salt House, so a really nice hotel. Yeah. And um, yeah, she still goes back to, uh, a couple of times a year because she, she really got some close friends uh, at Ipswich. Yeah. Um, yeah, apart from it, yeah, it was good. But uh, yeah, you you you're doing a lot with football, so yeah, you go to your apartment, uh, have some rest, and you go next day. So our when when you got visitors, most of the times the visitors want to see like Cambridge, uh, Oxford, yeah. or or this or London, of course, or. Yeah, the town was nice, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I I wouldn't go to, uh, like uh, on a holiday. No, 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 no. Um, well, well, Pim, it's been an absolute pleasure. Would you like to add anything else before we wrap up? 
Yeah, it was nice that you thought about me and that I yeah. not uh, forgotten. And uh, yeah. yeah, looking forward to listen listen to it. And uh, yeah. yeah, hopefully you understood my English. Uh. No, it was good. It was good. It was yeah. good. I'm hopefully you understood my Suffolk accent because um, my yeah, no, is very yeah. strong. It's <laughs> good. It's good. No. All right. All right, have mate. A have nice a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Nice meeting you. All right. Yeah, have a good bye one. Bye, bye. See you later, mate. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. From true crime to football, Brexit to football. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.